Hello and welcome to the first episode of Patty Talks Too Much podcast. I'm your host, Patty, and it is a pleasure and certainly an honor to be doing my very first um, Patty Talks Too Much podcast on New Year's Day. So I'm recording this on New Year's Day. It is something I really, really wanted to do to kick off 2024. Now, just a little about me. Some of you may uh, know me from other podcasts or from my my books. Uh, I'm a teacher by trade. I've taught for many, many years. I took 10 years off from my teaching career to run a little cafe in South Florida. I've podcasted. I've written some books. And this podcast is called Patty Talks Too Much because I am reclaiming a phrase uh, that was often said. And so the history of that is that when I owned my little cafe in uh, in South Florida, it, it was this cute little cafe, uh, you know, 850 square feet. It was just a little, little thing. And um, it had a tiny little stage and it had a microphone and um, it had a scratch kitchen, great coffee, all organic, fair trade. And um, we had a little stage and a microphone and we did uh, local artists, musicians, singer songwriters. And once a week we did open mic night. And I got a reputation during those days of being someone who just loved the stage and the microphone and that that's always been true. Like I've always loved the stage. And so every mic night, open mic nights, uh, I would get up and, and share some thoughts. And I, I got this reputation of being extremely chatty. It could be uh, random subjects. And I always had something to say about it. And I would just go on and on. And so the running joke was, please don't give the microphone to Patty. Uh, because she talks too much. And so that was a reputation for quite a while. And of course, I like to blame my Gemini moon and Leo rising for that. Uh, we Geminis, uh, I, I don't have a Gemini sun that's I'm a Capricorn sun, uh, <laughs> which makes me even weirder. But the the Geminis, we Geminis, we like to talk and we'll talk to anybody who will listen. Like anyone who listen, we just have to talk. And, you know, I have that Leo rising. So, you know, yeah, you know, like a microphone in an audience as well. So I'm kind of being true to my astrological nature, you might say. But what happened was during a per- the period of the pandemic, when uh, cancel culture took over and censorship was happening all over the place, I got really, really quiet during that period of time I had, it wasn't like I didn't have opinions because I had plenty, but I got really quiet and introspective and a little hermity. I think a lot of us became hermits during the pandemic. Uh, It was just, it was really commonplace. As a matter of fact, some of us are still struggling to come out of our hermit ways even now. And so this is what something that I've certainly struggled with. And a lot of people I know um, have struggled with coming out of our hermitage 
if you will. But during that time, I turned to writing, uh, wrote a few books, and and that was nice. And writing is a very quiet, solitary experience. And so I spent a lot of time alone in my head, in my own imagination, writing, and and I loved it. Though now I'm I'm re- you know I'm ready to reclaim it. And so as we got closer to 2024, I started thinking, you know, I want to, I want to reclaim the Patty talks too much. Uh, I don't want to be quiet anymore. I have things to say. I want to get in front of a microphone again. uh, And I want to, I want to start talking, talking again. So I'm reclaiming uh, the Patty talks too much thing. And a part of that, it's not total self-deprecation. It's, it's really wanting to not take myself so seriously either. Uh, so if I was going to do a podcast again, I was going to uh, not take myself so seriously, have some humor and some lightness, even if I talk about heavier things, which I do. I like the controversial. I I like looking at the underbelly of things um, in the shadowy aspects of things. Um, that is something that I will do because I think that that's important. And, be, and, and our world is so full of it. Our, our world is so full of shadowy things. It's really hard to avoid. You really have to have your head in the sand if you don't want to talk about the shadowy aspects of our world. Uh, so I will do that, but I don't want to, and because I'm spiritual, you know, I don't want to approach any aspects of spirituality uh, with that typical stick up my ass way of, you know, talking about spirituality. I don't want to take it that seriously. Um, so, so there are serious topics and, you know, and I, and I want to be appropriately serious, but I also want to have a certain kind of lightness and a certain kind of humor. And I don't want to take myself too seriously. So those days are over. And that's why my podcast is called Patty Talks Too Much, uh, because I do, and I'm going to embrace it. Now, there was a period of time, uh, I won't get into too many details here. There's a period of time where I did a podcast with someone. So she was like, it's another spiritual person. And it was like, well, let's do this podcast together. Now, we were very, very different. I'm kind of raw and off the cuff. And I have kind of a potty mouth. And, and you know, she was very love and light and my my life has been so perfect and uh, you know my life has often been a shit show uh, you know a, a test of endurance and so we had very different lives very different histories and we thought well that would be really fun to have a podcast with two very very different people so we uh started to do this podcast and five weeks in she said she didn't want to do a podcast with me. And as far as I could tell, the reason why she didn't want to do a podcast with me anymore is because I talk too much. Yeah, that's the, I I talk too much. And so you see now on this podcast, I plan on having guests, uh, guests who can hold their own. And um, what I'm mostly interested in are entrepreneurs, are um, small business people. Um, I'm going to have those on because they inspire me as a person who had a small business for, you know, a, a little over 10 years. I know something about what that's like, especially in 
if you're not somebody with super, super deep pockets and, and you are trying to do an, an independent, unique business that is very aligned with your, your passion, your values and so forth. So uh, those are the folks that I'm going to have on. And um, I'm really, really looking forward to those conversations. I'm very excited about that. But what I wanted to do today for my very first podcast is I wanted to do a completely unsolicited perspectives and unqualified predictions for 2024. So nobody's asked me to do this. I'm completely unqualified to give you any kind of prediction at all about 2024, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to blame it. I can, I can blame it on my Gemini moon and my Leo rising or not. There is so, so uh, much going on and everyone's doing a prediction show. Every time you turn around, it's like so-and-so's predictions for 2024 and this predictions for 2024. It's a, it's a hot topic. It's a big, big deal this year because 2024 represents so much. It's not just another year. Like there's so much going on and so much buzz about 2024 and and, and honestly, a lot of dread. So it's a lot of, a lot of dread. And now I've listened, I'll be honest, I've listened to some prediction shows and a lot of them are just not very optimistic about 2024. So the reason why I say I'm not qualified is because, you know, I'm a high school English teacher. You know, I've done that for for many years. I owned a cafe for 10 years. I had a product line. I've written some books, uh, you know, a collection of short stories, a cookbook and a and a novel. So so I have these experiences, but I'm not you know one of those typical experts, you know. I'm not I I'm not qualified to give financial predictions, you know, for the health of the dollar or the demise of the dollar in 2024. I'm not like, I'm not a spiritual guru, teacher or influencer who's going to tell you about, you know, what's happening. You know, there's, so, so there are all of these folks, like they're religious folks who are talking about what to expect in 2024 and spiritual folks talking about what to, what to expect in 2024 and financial folks and political folks and all of these, you know, these experts saying 2024 is going to be, I mean, basically they all say that it's, it's going to be a pivotal year. So you have Christians who are like, Jesus is coming. It's the tribulation. It's the rapture. I'm getting ready, you know, for the rapture. It's happening. You have spiritual folks who are like, you know, our vibration is rising and our DNA is getting an upgrade with every solar flare 
and humans were going to be, you know, very, very different humans. And the earth is splitting like people who follow Dolores Cannon, you know, there's going to be two, two earths, there's going to be the new earth, and there's going to be the other earth. And, you know, people who have a, a lower density are going to be on the 3D earth. And, and the folks who are ascending, you know, can ascend, they're going to be on the 5D earth. Uh, all of that, or you have like someone like Bashir talking about like how there are parallels, you know, which is really, really similar. There are going to be these parallel earths and which earth are you going to be on? And so it has to do with what you're focusing on and there, but no matter who they like, whether they're coming from a, a Christian perspective or a spiritual perspective, everyone seems to be really, really focused on 2024 as being a really, really pivotal year. Now, of course, and then you get into the area of politics. And here in America, we're looking at, you know, are we going to have an election? Is it actually going to happen? And you have these politicos, you know, like weighing in on that. Well, I don't think there's going to be an election. I think we're probably going to go to war and, you know, martial uh, law and we're we're not going to have an election at all. They just don't want an election to happen. And then, of course, others who say, well, no matter how you slice it, we have an election and, you know, it looks like Trump's going to be, uh, you know, the next president, whether no matter how many, no matter how many states they, they take them off the ballot. Uh, so, you know, you have you have all kinds of um, political perspectives on that, depending on, you know, whether you're left leaning, whether you're right leaning, where you're somewhere in the middle, where you're independent, um, you know, and into Robert, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and, and all of that. So we have an intense, an intense political year in the United States. Uh, and, and then you, if you look at the geopolitics, we've got, you know, whatever the hell is happening in the Ukraine war over there. Right. You know, I mean, I, I think some people are still putting, you know, the Ukraine flag on their Facebook page. But why? I don't know, because that seems to be yesterday's news. Now we've got what's what's happening in the Middle East, what's happening in, in Israel, and it is incendiary what is going on there and the and the war that is waging in that area and our relationship, our country's relationship to that war. And that's not even considering that there are other wars going on too in that in that area that we are very much involved in. You have the politics of open borders. Is that a good thing? Is that not a good thing? How is that affecting our infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera? So we have these huge challenges in America. Is America is America changing? Are we, uh, you know, at, at the at the end of 2024, are we even going to resemble uh, the the country that we've been up to this point. So it might be politically, it might be that kind of year where literally the way the country looks today, uh, you know, is is very different from uh, the way the country may look on New Year's Day in 2025. Like that, there's that much change that might happen in that period of time. You have all kinds of stuff about the dollar, right? The financial, you know, you've got the Bitcoin people saying this is going to, you know, it'll be a, a huge year uh, for for Bitcoin. And then you have others saying that Bitcoin is is toast. 
Um, cryptocurrencies are toast. They, they're bringing this kind of currency in to replace the dollar in our country. And will that just create a whole way for um, us to have every single thing that we do monitored by the government, that there will be absolutely no privacy at all? Are people going to go for it, et cetera? We have um, a, a plethora of of things that are happening. I mean, you have the um, World Health Organization, um, the World Health uh, Forum, and the Davos fucktards wanting to kind of control how we do healthcare um, in our country and in countries around uh, the world. Um, but what you've seen in the last few years, what that meant for for all of us their solution didn't seem to be much of a solution even though um you don't really have a lot of coverage about the excess deaths that are happening around the world you know really what is that about and will that finally be exposed for what it really is and for the crimes against humanity that have happened in the last few years in the hands of the globalists. So we have all of this happening. And so it does seem like 2024 is this this cauldron, is this like a crucible where you have all of these things um, and you have humanity under a lot of pressure. We're going to have to figure out which which way we're going to which way we're going to go. And so I've made these observations, but again, I'm not an expert in any of these things. But I am going to share uh, some some of my perspectives or my predictions, my my unqualified, unsolicited uh, predictions for uh, for twenty twenty four. So on the political front, do I think that there's going to be an election? I think that there will probably be an election, but it may look completely different than what we would expect to see now. Like it's going to, I think we're going to have an election, but it's going to be very different than the elections we've had in the past. Uh, So I don't think I'm leaning towards, we're not going to have an election at all, um, because that would be more destructive. And I'm not saying that there's not like a destructive air in our country, because there are a lot of people who just want to kind of like, let's just tear this whole thing down because it's not working. So to hell with it. Let's, let's blow it up. Uh, So there are a lot of people who feel that way, but I tend to be a little more, um, I'm not cynical. I'm not pessimistic. Uh, I do think that at the same time, there are things that are crumbling. There are also things that are being um, created. And so I think that um, our country and our political process may look very, very different by the time we get to 2025. Uh, I I don't know what that'll look like, but I have a feeling it's going to look very, very different. Uh, We may even see our country um, splitting up into regions, into, you know, into separate countries. Who knows? You know, there might be you know, the United States might become four countries instead of one. So it's really interesting. And, and I think like those kind of changes could happen really quickly. 
when it comes to spiritual and religious, you know, I tend to be more spiritual. So I do think that there are changes afoot. Uh, I do tend to think that humanity is going through changes and that we are far more powerful than uh, we've been told. There's so much to say about that. Like I think that our our history has been denied us. I think the story of humanity on this planet is something that's been kept from us. Um, I think our abilities and our capacities to do all kinds of things uh, have have been kept from us as well. So I tend to think that I have a lot of faith in humanity because I think that we are actually a very powerful and formidable species. And I think a lot of that has to do with the uniqueness of, of earth, the uniqueness of the creation of, of humans. I think it has to do with humans having souls and a direct connection to source, whether we are conscious of it or not. And that is the source of an enormous amount of, of power. So I think that if we look, and, and I think we will be looking more and more closely at how much we have been controlled, not just over the last 60 years, not just over the last 100 years or even 200 years, but over millennia, our history has been distorted. Our history has been erased. There's so much more to the human story than we've been told. And why is that? So I think that humans are enormously creative and innovative, but unfortunately, many of the things that we've created, many of our innovations have been usurped, have been taken, have been hidden away, have been stolen and kept kept from us. So much of what I think is going to be going on in 2024 and into 2025 and so on is going to be the exposing of so much of that kind of innovation and creativity and the control mechanisms that have um, kept those kinds of things down. So for instance, it's become completely obvious that our health um, industry is controlled by the pharmaceutical companies you know, where you can have, for instance, these wonderful um, treatments for cancer that are very promising, but it's hard to get the research projects going on them because the pharmaceutical companies won't fund them because they're not money makers for them. So here you have potential cures for cancer, but uh, research that isn't happening because it's not profitable. Those days, I think, are coming to an end. Like, I just don't think that we are going to, we're going to find a way around that. 
and and some of this has to do with medicine and some of this has to do with frequency healing. Okay, I think we're going to see a lot of these these kinds of things that are going to come up that have to do with um, using frequency, using vibration to heal things in our bodies. And this isn't something that uh, a pharmaceutical company can make a lot of money on. Um, but yet there it is. And, and these are not new. I mean, these are, um, there, there are so many things that were being discovered and being researched in the late 1800s into the early 1900s. And then they were just kind of shuffled away. But I just don't think that you can keep this kind of innovation suppressed forever. I think it's just going to, it's going to find its way to the surface. And I think that human beings overall are getting, we're, we're getting kind of tired of the control mechanisms. And also, I really think that we're seeing more and more of what that looks like. So one of the reasons why I think humans are really, really awesome um, is, is because our nature is trusting. We're a very, very trusting species. And while that's a wonderful quality, it has been taken advantage of and manipulated by nefarious forces, we'll just say that, that have really taken advantage of our of our level of, of trust. So that I, I think that part of, you know, this awakening that people talk about um, has to do with opening our eyes to, it's like, oh, oh wait a minute, um, we were told this, but the reality is that. And so there are a lot of people who have been awake to so much of this. They're called conspiracy theorists. They're disparaged in all kinds of, they're called all kinds of names. Um, but there are just ordinary people now who are saying, wait, 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 this doesn't make any sense and we shouldn't tolerate this anymore. There are more and more and more people having those kinds of conversations. And the fact of the matter is, is that no matter how much control a small, small group of people think they have over the masses, if the masses say no en masse, then they really don't have that kind of power over us. And if we make demands en masse, then and stop supporting things like war, for instance, then they really won't be able to pull off what they've pulled off for as long as long as they've pulled it off on the earth plane. I'll just say that. Uh, so I think that 2024 will be a pivotal year in that there'll be lots and lots of chaos. There's going to be lots of war distraction and election distraction and all of that. But there are also going to be a lot of positive, innovative kinds of things that are going to be happening that may not get the kind of attention that these other things get, but will be happening parallel to the chaos, will be happening in the midst of the chaos. There are going to be some really, really amazing things. 
and and I think that that's just kind of natural too, because I think like during world, you know, the world wars, which were horrible, there was a whole world war going on, but there were also really positive, innovative things that were happening um, at at the same time. But you know, all we kind of get, you know, all that gets talked about is the war and the destruction of the war. But that wasn't the only thing going on during those periods. So I I think that 2024 is going to be an amazing, a chaotic year, and it's going to have some amazing highlights as well, like some amazing breakthroughs. Um, some of that might come in the way of disclosure. Like I think people are really, really tired of things being held back from us. Like we're humans, we live on this planet. It is our birthright to know our story and our history. And so people are getting kind of tired about that. Like, okay, if there are UFOs, we freaking want to know about it. All right. And, you know, if the pyramids are much older than we say, you know, if the timeline is not what we've been told, then, then let's rewrite the books. Let's talk about the real history. Why don't we talk about pyramids in other parts of the world? Why don't we talk about Antarctica? What the hell is going on with Antarctica? So I think there's going to be a lot of, of, of pressure and a lot of buzz about what is going on with Antarctica. Are there pyramids in Antarctica? What is going on? Is there an ice wall? Are there lands? Is there, is there a whole lot more of Earth on the other side of these ice, wall, ice walls that we don't know about? And if so, who lives there? What's going on over there? And, and so I think it's becoming clear that there's a heck of a lot more going on in Antarctica than we've been told. So that's one thing. Uh, in the, on the religious front, I think that there's more and more of a buzz. Uh, you know, there are people writing books, there are people doing podcasts, there's a lot more buzz going on about, I'll be frank, about the God of the Old Testament, the Elohim. Like, who the, you know, first of all, Elohim is plural. So who the heck were they, really? And when you see what's going on in Israel and how things are coming to a head, there's a lot more going on in that story and a lot more going on relative to the the story of the Old Testament and the God of the Old Testament and who that God really is. So the Elohim, who were they? And were they really gods or usurpers? And so I think we're going to see a lot of challenges to traditional understandings of religion. Like people are finally ready to start taking um, a closer and more critical look at um, at some some of these stories. I think religions are probably going to be challenged over the next few years in terms of like what what's really going on in these books. What is this the the real story because so much of the story has been lost in translations 
or hidden in the basement of the Vatican. (laughs) I think people uh, are coming to a point where they're saying, we need to know the truth about what's going on. And of course, I I think about that scene in An Officer and a Gentleman, you know, Jack Nicholson's, you know, you can't handle the truth. I think that, yes, we want the truth. We want the truth about the real history of humans on this planet. We want the truth about what's really going on with the Old Testament and what were the translations? What do these words mean? Who were the Ilium? You know, what was all of that about? But we also have to brace ourselves for, for the truth. Because uh, the truth is um, can feel like the carpet being pulled out from under our feet, pulling out the foundation of belief systems that have created our reality. And if those belief systems are are being challenged and there are cracks in in the foundation of these belief systems, then what does that do to our psyche individually and collectively? And so I think we're we're going to have to um, brace ourselves um, for that. So I think that there's going to be a tremendous amount happening on the disclosure front, um, just because people are more and more ready to hear the truth and are demanding it. It's like, we're, you know, we, we, we need to know because there are too many holes in the story uh, when it comes to the history of humans on this planet, when it comes to um, the religions and the, you know, spiritual practices or, around the world, who were these beings and also mythical creatures, you know, we're told it was just mythical, it's fantasy, but did these people, did these creatures really exist on earth? You know, so were there dragons? Are there fairies? I happen to believe that those beings were real and may still be real and exist. I don't. I don't think that they're necessarily made up. So UFOs, Antarctica, all of that. I think it's going to be a huge year for things like that. I also think, like in terms of the reason why I'm really excited about interviewing business people is because I think when it comes to businesses, you know, we've seen a lot of business closures, uh, you know, through the pandemic and everything. But one of the things that has been happening is that people are wanting different experiences, like the whole corporate restaurant kind of thing and the whole, that's getting old. Malls, malls are closing. I think what we're going to see more and more is that there is going to be a move toward more um, local businesses, um, more local experience, but like experiences. So for instance, I had a cafe for 10 years that was, um, it was a coffee house cafe. You know, like I said, it had a little stage, it had a microphone, it had open mic nights and local, you know, it was a gathering place. Now that in, in, it was a wonderful, magical experience because it was a gathering place. I think that there is going to be a growing need, a growing desire for those kinds of experiences, gathering places, because humans need to connect. And we have been kind of um, kept 
from all forms of connection. And as much as there, there might be people who say, you know, the new way of connecting is through technology, there are vast numbers of, of humans who are not satisfied with that. And connecting through technology can be depressing. It's not good for our mental health. What's good for our mental health is being able to see people in person, get together with people in person for music, for food, for different kinds of experiences. So I think that we're going to see more of um, more of those kinds of businesses um, being created, like on a on a local on a local level. And I hope so because um, I think. I'm a huge fan of the coffee house experience, local cafe experience where people come together, you know, they play like I love the board games and, you know, the things like that in in the coffee house experience or the local musicians and things like that. Um, That's that's a, a, a wonderful experience. And I'm glad that I was part of that experience um, for 10 years. Um, I do think that those kind of businesses are going to make make a return. And we're going to we're going to be seeing more of that kind of business more, um, more people creating their their own um, products. I think that as factory farming, gets more and more exposed and kind of taken down and people get are weary of factory farming. We don't, we don't want to get our food that way. So what is that going to mean? So this is going to go to the small family farm and people again, looking to local sources for, for food, for their meat, you know, for their eggs, for their dairy, for their vegetables. And, and I think there'll be an upsurge of that sort of thing as, as fact, factory farming, um, kind of um, kind of takes a hit. And I, and I don't think like the globalists, you know, with their desire to get us all eating bugs is, is going to take off because humans aren't meant to eat bugs. As much as they say, well, you know, a vast majority of people around the world um, eat bugs for protein. If that's true, it's because there are so many people around the world that are poor and need protein and their source of protein is bugs but that is not what we're what we're meant to eat we actually don't have we don't have a digestive system to digest bugs and one thing that they don't talk about is how infested with parasites bugs are and how you can't really get rid of all of the parasite eggs and whatever um, in processing uh, these these insects, um, so would we be ingesting parasites? So I don't think that that's um, going to take. But I do think that factory farming is something that is going to start um, fading away, and we're going to look at more and more um, local sources for um, for our food. And of course, there are more and more people um, growing their own food. You know, in the last few years, gardening is something that's been one of the most Googled, you know, things related to home gardens, <laughs> the most Googled um, Googled things, uh, because people are, even if they don't know anything about gardening, uh, they're like, well, I, let me, let me do some containers on my back porch and see if I can grow some tomatoes or whatever. I want to just 
dry. And so I think, you know, community gardens, really, really big. Um, so I think that they're, they have a, a, a solid place in, in our future. Uh, it's a great, great concept because, you know, you get to um, share a plot of, um, a plot of land um, that you don't necessarily own, but you can, you know, use it during the um, gardening season. So all of those kinds of things, I think, are going to be more and more present in as we move through 24 into 25 and 26. Is there going to be a whole lot of chaos? Is the dollar going to um, take a hit? Yeah, I'm not really qualified to talk about what I think is going to happen with Bitcoin. I don't know. I don't do Bitcoin. But I also think like in terms of finances and being as healthy financially as possible, um, I always think it's great to um, have as little debt as possible, which has been very challenging for people because people have racked up their credit cards as um, inflation has gone through the roof. But to the extent that we can eliminate as much debt, debt as possible, I think it'll put us in a better position if, you know, the economy starts to turn. So as little debt as possible, I think is um, kind of what I'm doing is eliminating as much debt, if not all of my debt, um, as possible so that uh, I can feel more secure as we move into um, uncertain times. I, I think that's it for my, yeah, I think I've talked about everything that, um, that you know, I just kind of rambled. And so those are my um, unsolicited perspectives on 2024 and uh, my unqualified uh, predictions on 2024. I am very much looking forward to uh, doing future podcasts with guests. I'm very excited about um, the guests that I'm going to be having on. I'm very excited to be spending time with you and sharing my ideas. Please leave comments in the notes and also um, visit my, you can visit my Facebook page. Patty talks too much on Facebook. You can, um, I have a YouTube page um, as well. Patty talks too much. And so find me out there. Um, send me your, your comments, your questions or suggestions for podcast topics uh, because, you know, I'm going to be talking. So I'm open to suggestions. It's either going to be your suggestions or it's going to be whatever I come up with off the top of my head. So at any rate, if you are still listening to my podcast and you've made it all the way to the end, I appreciate you being here with me today. And I look forward to spending more time with you. Uh, you can visit my website. I have two. Um, pattytalkstoomuch.com. Uh, you can also visit uh, the website where I have my books available, pattyluciawrites.com. And those links are um, in the description. And until next time, uh, I am wishing all of you a very happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Mm -hmm.